You're listening to a podcast brought to you by international law firm Trowers and Hamlins, combining market sector thought leadership, advice, and ideas, helping businesses and governments prepare for the future. So, welcome to the next in the series of Positive Influences. And um, I'm Sarah Bailey, senior partner at Trowers and Hamlins, and I'm delighted to be joined today um, by Siobhan Jared of TFL. Um, Siobhan, you're the senior business and customer performance manager at TFL. I think I've got that that title right. Um, so, welcome. Hello. Thank you. One of the things I wanted to chat about a bit a little bit was what what that role entails and what the impact that role has alongside your organization across the industry and the wider society. So is that wider society element? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I work for the property arm in TFL, which is called commercial development. And we're very lucky to be one of London's largest landowners, but probably the most invisible. Okay. <laughs> and we've got the joy of developing up thousands of homes on our land, uh, most of which will be affordable. And with a landlord of two and a half thousand customers and the vast majority of those are a small business, uh, 93%. So it's quite a unique opportunity that, of what we've got to do in terms of the social impact that we have and in the job I do what we've got to do is try to get our property team's head around the fact that property is a very relational business now it's very focused around people and because of that you've got to get out you've got to talk to people you've got to understand who you're working with who and what you've got to do for them both in terms of the communities and our customers and the customers being either somebody who could be taking one of our residencies or right the way through to uh, the people that run their small businesses on our estate. So it's been quite a, a challenging role, uh, but one that has been thoroughly enjoyable. Um, and I think because it's a trend that's emerging throughout property uh, to have a much more relational approach, it's been wonderful to learn uh, how to in particular to drive a culture change in a business away from I wasn't from property before this, so it's been quite interesting to get to grips with it and understand kind of quite an old structural way of working and making that change and evolve. But um, we're certainly seeing the benefits now of engagement, understanding, whether that's through better rent collection, through to people being much more engaged and, and wanting TfL to succeed. That's what's come through in our recent customer survey, which is wonderful because that that brings a different level of trust in. The slightly off piece in sense of a question, but what I find really interesting about that is, you know, you haven't got that property background. I think you said before that you were actually um, in catering previously. <laughs> and so therefore, actually bringing someone in with a very different background, different viewpoint, actually, do you think that has helped drive that change? Because you, you haven't got the baggage, I suppose, of, of being in the prop, steeped in the property industry. I think so. But likewise, I've learned quite quickly about property. I mean, don't be wrong, I couldn't do a rent review or a lease <laughs> or negotiate a deal. I had to get my head around how and where it worked so I think definitely it made a difference bringing in a different view but likewise we've had to learn to adapt and understand property itself because you can't make the change without understanding the the pain points property people have as well Um, so it's, it's been great to do both sides of things. So at the moment a huge focus for businesses is ESG responsible business however you want to budget and obviously climate change how has that focus impacted on tfl in terms of your side of the tfl business and how therefore you as a company have to operate and interact with the industry 
I mean, it's had a huge impact. I think, firstly, we are part of the mayoral family, but I think all of us have got a moral obligation uh, to drive our business in a way that encompasses ESG. And I, I use ESG rather than just environmental. So although TfL themselves have got the mantra to have a strong green heartbeat, so certainly you'll have seen our bus fleet being electrified, all those type of wee bits. With one of the biggest users of electricity in the UK, so there's a huge piece of work going on about renewables for us. What it also means is in the property world, not only are the people wanting to invest in TfL looking for our credentials, but likewise, the customers that are choosing us. And conversely, because we're part of the mayoral family, we've got an obligation to do this. So the mayor has set us very strong targets. We've got to try to aim to be net zero carbon by 2030, which is probably in advance of what the government are kind of telling us. But I think that's the right thing to do for both London and, and the future. In terms of the job I do, as part of the role of customer, we've, we've ended up with this massive overlap with social value and in particular in the economic development side and social cohesion. And I think because social value is very rooted in a human approach, a human to human approach, that's where it's sat beautifully alongside the work I've done. Um, so I wouldn't be the expert on some of the kind of social science stuff you hear sometimes when you go to uh, conferences and things like that or, you know, the social value portal, but very much around how you drive that human interaction and making the right decisions so that you make a very circular decision in how you're making an impact is where it's overlapped in my role. And it's the bit I've really, really enjoyed. And we're looking at things like setting up our own social value vehicle at the moment, which means that we can take the assets where we want to do things like affordable workspace and put them into their own vehicle so that we can concentrate our work correctly on them right the way through to setting standards for affordable workspace as well. Um, and then conversely, we've just launched or about to launch, let's say, uh, some new rent policies where we bring into account affordability. And then as we're moving forward this year, uh, the team will be working on a lot of business support and economic support so that the customers that come onto our estate, especially on the commercial side, are able to not only come in and pay good rent, but they're able to also come in and, and be um, supported in terms of the social impact they're making, who they employ, how they employ, and conversely, what they're doing for the communities that they work in. So that piece of work on the social side has helped me underpin the customer message and then conversely, been really great fun, I've got to say. Um, and the bigger piece of work we've got to do, uh, we've taken the decision uh, to make sure that it's not just about TfL measuring their net zero, it will be about our physical customers as well. So we're taking a science-based approach. So we're about to start a piece of work which will drive a huge engagement uh, programme so that small businesses in London that work with us are able to improve how they impact the environment as well. And when you look at what support is available out there, there's not an awful lot for small business. It tends to be around the bigger occupiers. Um, and small business have got a unique set of needs, but likewise, they've got a unique set of opportunities. So that, that's a really exciting piece of work that the team are looking forward to doing. The interesting bit you said at the beginning about it's not the sort of the technical bit um, like social investment portal, social value portal, but actually I think is whichever way you look at this, it always comes back to people because that is what we're looking at in, in the world. It's, it's all about people and people have to be mentally part of that conversation. Your latest advertising campaign, although I think it's might have been the one just before this, is all about people reconnecting after the pandemic. And the interesting was having a conversation this morning with somebody who said, 
actually before Christmas, it was easier to get people to come back into the office than it is at the moment. And people are, are they're finding it much harder to encourage people back into the office at the moment, which is quite interesting. In trying to get people back in and enjoy what the city's got to offer, do you think that's still a key strategy going forward for, for TfL and how, how you're I, looking to actually develop it? I think hugely. I mean, I'm not involved in the transport side of things, but we see an awful lot of what that team are doing. You know, for the mayor, it's a huge priority as well, because London isn't just about that you know the suburbs it, it is about the centre as well and you know when we're not Jacob race mog we're not telling people to get back to their desks but what we want to see is people using the transport business over using their cars but likewise coming back into the city so you know we are London's heartbeat so of course if we rebound London will rebound transport figures are getting back up to normal which is fantastic to see and in particular I think uh, property's got a key role in making sure that it's attractive so when people come back into the office they want to come back in but the transport business has got a huge role in that and certainly I think you'll see that there's an awful lot of advertising around using your bike and all those kind of wee bits. So it, it's underpinning lots of different priorities, both the, the greening, the reduction of um, emissions, right the way through to encouraging people back into using our vibrant city centre. I was really heartened recently to see the figures coming back up to, to back to normal, which is which is really great to see. Yeah. Um, I think the piece that he's still working through, and it'd be great to see what happens this summer as tourism coming back, um, and certainly I know a lot of the customers we have in central London would like to see much more tourists coming back into London. So it's going to be interesting to see how this summer goes. But some great campaigns, both in the north of England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales. You know, I've got a family ringing me saying, oh, you know, we've just seen an advert there for London. So I think they're doing an awful lot of work in the mayoral family to get people back into the city. So can we talk a bit more about you yourself and your interest in how you got into this sort of this, this role and, and this area and how you looked at positive influence? Yeah, so a, a very, very family focused person. <laughs> you know, lots of people might say this, but um, I'm, I'm literally just back from a week's holiday with 18 of my family in, wow. in Lanzarote, which is my parents' 50th. And I think what was rooted there was just a real kind of um, people being important. And so that's kind of followed me throughout my career. And I think from my parents through to the friends I have, through to people I've worked with, I always seem to kind of want to be with people who are very authentic because that's who I am and likewise I think uh, having a fairness uh, in my life and, and wanting to recognize the importance of people in how we work so I think they're probably the biggest pieces family and um, be authentic and being fair with people are probably the biggest pieces and I've got two children who are in their teenagers now and when they do talk to me, because they do occasionally, uh, they are my pride and joy. It's wonderful watching them shape into the individuals they'll be in the future. Um, and uh, yeah, so they, that's probably a summary of me. <laughs> no, so that, that, that bigger family piece. So what, what is the best advice anyone's ever given you? I think it's to bring people with you. And, and that's a work-based piece of advice. But in any job I've had, we've had to manage change, whether that was in catering where we were taking on large contracts and having to evolve the services or through to what I've been doing recently. It's all about bringing people with you. I can't deliver what I'm trying to do all by myself. I haven't got, I haven't got, got the bandwidth to do all of that. And, and what I learned very early in my career it, it is, you know, empowering people around you to, to, to be the success. So bringing people with you and I always say to my team it's not about me it's about them so I would rather see them stand up to give a speech about something or for them to collect an award we recently had one internally in TFL and I got my team to stand up to do it 
because they're the ones that do the work. So um, I very much like to bring people with me, but empowering people to get on and release the opportunity they have inside themselves. So, yeah, so I'm quite a democratic leader uh, as a boss, if you like. <laughs> yeah, I, and that, again, sounds to me like that, that's what goes through what you do going into the wider communities in that in actual fact you're trying to empower those wider communities to have more say. So it sort of goes through everything you do. Mass- massively so. And, and, you know, that isn't easy sometimes in the role that we do. But I think it's about listening. It's about engagement and trying to understand the threads that, that pull communities together empowering communities as well to be able to move forward with things and I think very often in property I've not hugely got involved in the development side but certainly you've seen in the last couple of years developers really understanding they've got to engage with communities well to not not only get their planning through but conversely make the community they're building successful for the future and that was different than what I saw when I first came into property which was much more of a tick box you know yes we've done an exhibition so I think listening and, and engagement has been, you know, it's coming to the fore with communities an awful lot more. We've got a lot more to do in TFL, please don't be wrong, but we're, we're, we're at the foothills of that yeah. learning experience. So has it been a, a key challenge or a key event that's helped define you, to define your outlook and, and how you see things? I think changing industries has been interesting. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of people have moved from hospitality into property and, and there is some direct correlation, especially in the service delivery side. But I think because I moved into much more of the strategic side, that's been really interesting. Not only to recognise I'd, I'd built an awful lot of skills up in hospitality that I didn't realise I had, but conversely, um, moving into an industry that needed uh, to evolve as much as it needs to evolve. And, and brilliantly, I've seen property change so quickly in the last five years. And I think the COVID crisis has accelerated that in particular And I think just as you grow older, understanding your value (laughs) and trying not to change yourself. I think when I was younger, I kept trying to change myself to be around different people. And actually, I think just accepting that you are who you are and that you can be successful as you are. So I think changing industries definitely brought some challenge, but also me accepting that you don't have to keep changing for everybody. You can be yourself. And I think authenticity and their real human approach is probably this last three years, whether that's the Me Too environment or other things that happened with that or COVID has definitely come to the foremost. So I'm, I'm glad uh, later on in my career that's happened. Uh, definitely wasn't the case at the start. <laughs> yeah, and, in, and so I was uh, talking to someone else actually who was saying that um, they positively recommended being middle-aged, as they put it, because they could actually have the confidence to be themselves and be happy at being themselves oh, yeah, and I think that a was a really good point that's really lovely yeah and, and I think youngsters coming through we have to encourage them to to know that they've got so many pressures with social media and all yeah. those kind of things but I think that's one of the, the biggest things we need to teach uh, people coming through yeah <laughs> having the confidence to be you yeah absolutely I think it's absolutely critical lastly we're, we're asking everyone in this series sort of the same question which is what thing would you like to positively influence over the next year or the next five years if you were able to so I think fundamentally for me is, is for property to embrace this concept of customer because customer has such an overlap into communities, into social value. And I really passionately believe and, and we're starting to empirically be able to prove that it brings value. So, you know, property these days is not about the bricks and mortar. It's about the people that's inside it. It's about the communities and the people that use it. And that the success of the customers is what will make property successful in the future. So for me, it's to keep that that mantra going. I don't see myself changing industry again. I'm, I'm passionate about staying in property. It's a fascinating place to work. 
and some wonderful people to work with. But I think the overlap to the human side of social value for me will be underpinned because businesses really embrace this. So that's what I want to see in the next five years. Thank you so much, Siobhan. Can I just say, I think property is very lucky to have you. So please don't go anywhere oh, else. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I think it's, it's absolutely brilliant to have that, that sort of conversation. And actually, you having seen that change already, I think is really good. So thank you ever so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You have been listening to a podcast brought to you by Trowers and Hamlins. Find us at trowers.com and join in the conversation on Twitter at Trowers or find us on LinkedIn and Instagram.